Hello, Joy Starters. Hope you are having the best day, the best night, wherever this finds you. This is going to be another one of those podcasts where you catch me on the road and in parts. Because ding, 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 I'm traveling again and I'm pushing and I'm seeking and I'm growing. And right now, I have the highest of high because I just got out of a class. I am an office at a place called Beaver Street Enterprises in Jacksonville. And, and I'm taking a class there about government contracting, about working in the government, about helping with what I, what the government calls resiliency training. And I've done this with Customs and Border Patrol. I've done it with multiple law enforcement agencies across different states. And I know that there's a need for resiliency training. And so I wanted to learn it. And so I just got through with my first class. I couldn't go to the first one because I was under the winter. But I got through my first class and it goes a, a couple of months. And I haven't been in a classroom, like learning in a while. And I just got to tell you, like, wow, like, wow, like I, I asked questions. I talked, I made friends. We had the greatest teacher, by the way. And she encouraged us to, to make friends and to get to know each other and to, and to network and all those things. And, and we talked about. One of the things we talked about at the end was we were better together, but we talked about how to search for government contracts and all the different things, your next codes. And if this is gibberish to you, then I totally understand. But here's the point of it is that being in a classroom setting again and learning and meeting people and raising your hand and introducing yourself and all of those things, I haven't experienced it in the longest time because I haven't been in the educational type of class in a while. And it was so it just scratched an itch. It woke up a part of me that is already awake, but I guess even more invigorating a part of me that loves to learn and is a lifelong learner. And so, yeah, I'm leaving that class and I'm flying out to California in the morning. There is a company that I've done some work for before and they're bringing me out to their annual meeting and I get to pour into their people and help create a culture of joy. I'm like, what? Like, this is amazing. So I'm leaving bright and early, 7 a.m. flight in the morning. And it's just been one of those days where, um, where you're just so thankful. Like, I'm just so dang thankful. My cup runneth over. I have a mentor and one of my dearest friends, Dr. Kevin Elko, who is Nick Saban's right-hand man. It works with the Eagles and all sorts of other professional organizations and corporations. And he then pours into me and we were talking today about the cup, the, the cup that runs over and you have the saucer underneath. And when your cup runs over, whoever is around you is that saucer and they get, they get the goodness of your cup running over. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm getting this. He's my friend. He's a psychologist, master's degree, all these things. So, so smart, so educated, so wise. And he's pouring into me. And so he poured into me right before this class started. But even to back it up further, um, today, today, I was with the Jags again. I was with the Jags. Like, what? And one of my friends, Mark Mabry for Reflections of Christ, which, by the way, if you have not checked out his artwork, go right now. Go. Google. Pause this and check out Reflections of Christ. His artwork is amazing. If you, if you are in the the market for a larger piece, or they even have smaller pieces and these thick, beautiful postcards. But he listened to one of my podcasts and he shared about it on his social media. Thank you, by the way, recently. And he, and he talked about what he picked up from my pod and from the newsletter was, I'm not going to be ashamed to be excited. I'm not going to act like I've been there before. 
I'm not going to be like, oh, well, yeah, I was just with the Jags again today. No biggie. No, I was with the Jags again today. I was with the Jacksonville Jaguars for the second time in a month. I thank God. I've been on my knees. I have worked and pushed and dreamed of this for um, almost seven years of working with the NFL and working with NFL teams. And this is just the start. And to be asked back, I was with them at the beginning of this, the, 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 and the players, I was with the players at the beginning of the month. And to be asked back in just short, such a short amount of time is mind blowing, mind blowing. And I'm grateful. And I will not act like I've been there before. I understand in certain circumstances, I used to be a reporter. I used to be a female in a man's world. There are certain circumstances you've got to act like you've been there before, right? But, but, but for me in this point, point in my life and this, 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 I want you to apply it to every part of your life that you can't apply it to. You know, if, if there's joy there, man, I don't act like you've been there before. Something great happens to you. Jump up and down. Cheer. I savor that childlike wonder. We're talking about that in the Joy Starters Club next month. That's our challenge next month is to re recapture that childlike wonder of the holidays, whatever it is you celebrate. Like recapture the season, the spirit of the season, and that childlike wonder and that awe. That's why I am who I am, and that's why I have such passion. That's why my cup runneth over and it spills into the saucer because I have childlike wonder and and I don't worry about oh well I oh I don't know if they're gonna think I'm cool. No, I'm I'm gonna so excited. So I'm picking this back up, and now I am in my hotel. I've got my alarm set for 4.30 a.m. Eastern. <laughs> I'm not really ruins For those of y'all that get up early all the time, good on you. Y'all are amazing. The ones that like say, I've gotten four hours of work done before 8 a.m. And I've taken my cold shower. And, hey, ooh, you are a special breed and I love you. I am trying to work up, side note, to doing the face, the cold face, like the face in the cold bowl of water. They say that's a good way to like work up to the cold shower. But anyway, the the thought here and the idea of what I'm trying to share is I'm not normally a get up super early person, but when I do, when I do, I one catch the most beautiful sunrises because we have beautiful sunrises where I live in Florida. But once I'm up, I'm like, okay, I got this. I got this. And plus it helps that I'm a napper. So anyway, I'm getting up at 4.30 a.m. I am, I was working in Jacksonville today, as I mentioned, with the Jags, and and then taking my class and all of those things. And so to go back home to my house didn't make sense when I could stay very near the airport and just make it an easier morning in the morning. So that's what I did. Been gone all day, and I've got my alarm set. And tomorrow morning, I will head to California to work with a company and this amazing company, and I get to help them shape their culture for 2024 and the end of 2023. And it's just amazing to me that I get to do this. I get to do this. And and I really want you, I've been talking about it in podcasts, and I want to remind you maybe to finish this year savoring, finish this year soft, finish this year kind, finish this year full of grace, finish this year sharing your joy with people and rediscovering the joy that you have and a childlike wonder. Today, when I was talking to the Jags, I was telling them about some inner child meditations and work that I had done before. And my mom, when I was younger, 
was on her way to um, live in Columbus, Georgia. We're going to live in Columbus or we're going to actually go on to Atlanta and and she was going to open a catering business. And somewhere along the way in Alabama, my parents had just gotten divorced in rural, uh, rural, 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 it's kind of like weren't milk. We say that in the South is weren't. (laughs) And how do you spell that? Like, how do you spell weren't? R-U-R-N-T? No, total side note. I'm squirreling now. So my mom, somewhere in rural Alabama, Cottonton, Alabama, to be exact, outside of the paper mill, and you hear my voice now from the, the, the day, all these wonderful things that happened today in the work and putting in a solid day's work and learning and meeting new people and all of these things. She put, sees this old rundown cement building and goes and knocks on the door. My crazy mother, you wonder where I got it, crazy in a good way, decides to start herself a wing restaurant in Cottonton's, Alabama called Cottonton's Cove. And we lived in a trailer behind that restaurant. Single woman, beautiful young daughter. And middle of nowhere, me, paper mill. And I went to a little, I went to a little Catholic private school down the street. I could still see it in my mind's eye. I met my first best friend, Terica there. She was in my wedding. We're still close. So great time. But a lot of things happened in that trailer. Right. Some of mom work and started a business and I worked and I made pies and I waitressed, even though it wasn't of the legal age to waitress. But a lot of things happened. My mom started dating again in that trailer. My mom met her future husband, Gary, while we were there. I was getting over my parents being divorced. There was a lot of things that were happening. And that was where the, a large part of my inner child work happened and needed to happen. And I was telling them that. When I did this inner child work, this is going to sound, if you've ever done it, if you have ever looked into it, it's not going to sound crazy. If you haven't, you might be like, what is she talking about? Go research it. I double dog dare you. Go research it. But a large part of this inner child work involved me at one time doing a meditation and meeting meeting my eight-year-old self outside that trailer and walking in with my eight-year-old self and seeing the bed that my mom and I shared and seeing the kitchen and seeing my little bedroom in the back that I didn't spend much time in. And I remember one Christmas, the way God made my heart, I was little and I, and, and I didn't have money to give people things and I wrapped up my own possessions and I gave them away to people. I remember wrapping up my little wallet, my little soft-sided wallet and giving it to somebody. And, and I was able to walk with little Rachel and love her and protect her and affirm her and hold her hand and hug her. And so I wonder, I wonder if you couldn't do that before the end of the year. So that 2024 is different and it's not just another year of resolutions. It's not just another year of the things you won't keep, of things you won't do. I wonder if you could look into it and, and again, saw, savor, rediscover. Last year, I, I don't know what it was. I wasn't, I wasn't Bahamba, but I wasn't in the spirit. And this year, I just find myself and it's the message is on the heart. Again, I was with the Jags players talking about it. And I want to talk to you about it. It's that savoring, talking about it to the Joy Starters Club. If you're not a member of the Joy Starters Club, y'all, it is. Cost of a cup of coffee a month. The price is going up. The value is insane. We have an app. We have monthly meetings, which I'm going to tell you about in a moment. One that just happened that was just insane. And another idea I have for you. And 
in text and challenges and community and courses and 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 digital products, a course and digital products, you need to join. Go to my website, rachelbarbeau.com, hit Joyce Charters Club. If you have any technical issues, we're ma- moving some things over, just let me know. So yeah, inner child work, savoring, joy, all of those things. And what I was saying was, is that last year, I I don't know that I was as much in the spirit as I am this year. And the thing that I can account for and can say with certainty of why I feel like I'm so in the spirit, decorated the earliest I've ever decorated, stopped and savored and looked at them, the ornaments and the things that belonged to my grandmother and the things that my mom gave me and all of these these little precious things, just watching the lights, looking at the, I don't know if you do this, but I get an ornament from all the places I go, like in the neat places I travel and I paused for a little bit and I missed some ornaments. But I have like Gettysburg and San Antonio and Multnomah Falls and Jackson Hole and all of these amazing places that I've been blessed to go to. And they hang on my tree and they, my dogs that are in heaven, I've had one made when they were, they were with me. So I'm just really in the spirit this year. And, and that is, it's very interesting to me. And I, I find it to be, I'm incredibly thankful that I'm in the spirit with the sadness and the wars and things that are going on around the world. And I think those things have actually made me that much more grateful. Grateful that I can put up a tree. Grateful that I have a family. Grateful that I have ornaments. Grateful that I have lights. Grateful that, grateful that, that my kids are safe, that all of these things. And so gratitude, gratitude, as well as savoring, as well as inner child work. I'm going over here with your, but it's to be learning in this podcast. I like to repeat it so you get it and drive the point home. But gratitude will get you in the spirit real quick. And childlike wonder will do that same thing. And doing inner child work will help you tremendously. If you've been subscribed to this podcast for any amount of time, you know I coach. I talk about it. But maybe you're not in the place financially, emotionally, psychologically, time-wise, where you can undertake coaching right now. But you could take a course. Did you know you could go to rachelbarbeau.com and hit course and take the joy blueprint? Yes, the second time around that I taught the blueprint, I recorded it and made it into a course. My amazing people behind the scenes, my marketing mavens, Kim and Abby, made it into a course for me that you can take. It's got a worksheet for each week. It's five weeks worth of lessons, and you can grab that today. You can start today and get on the joy train. Get on your best self train, rachelbarbeau.com. I'd love to see you there. I got t- I got so many stories to tell you, but this is the other story I wanted to tell you is that I've also been marinating on this and I'll get something in my head and I'll marinate on it and I'll teach on it for a while and I'll share it. And one of the things I've been sharing, and I shared tonight in my class at the end because she was talking about community and people helping you, is is not to gatekeep. Don't gatekeep your ideas. Don't gatekeep your network. And and again, like I was, I said in my class last night, somebody was laughing along with me. I said, saying don't gatekeep doesn't mean you just let every Tom, Dick, and Harry have your Rolodex or access to your people, but it does mean don't hoard your contacts, don't hoard your plenty, don't hoard your wisdom. Those things. Why am I sharing all this? Because as part of the Joy Starters Club, it is a it is a plus there. But I've opened it up to my network this past week leading up to Thanksgiving. We had a live session with freaking coach Bill Snyder, who happens to be like my mentor and one of my best friends. 
Don't even ask me how that happened. I mean, I know how it happened. I'm writing about it in the book, but I'm as blown away as you are to this day. Again, childlike wonder, not acting like I've been there before. I am best friends and a mentee of a Hall of Fame coach. It's just insane. But he is amazing. He's become a friend. And I asked him if he would do a call with me. And here's what made it different. I've done calls with people and they've listened and maybe they've gotten to ask a question in the chat. Um, and, and, and that was great, but I really want to take it one step further. And I have a friend named Scott McGregor and he has a club called the Outlier Club. You've got to check it out. Amazing. These people are amazing. I have some of the greatest contacts from that club, but they do something similar. And look, I'm inspired by people all the time, but I wanted to take it one step further and I wanted to give people access to Bill Snyder. So I would talk with coach and then I would turn it around and open it up for questions for people. And so they would come on and they would get to ask coach Bill Snyder a question or they got to ask two questions. My friend Chip was on, my friend Jeff was on that I coach. There were, Jill was on, Paige was on with her husband. And this was the cutest thing. She was like, my husband's the biggest fan. And it was kind of like a date, date night for us to be able to listen together and, and, and just take him in what a living treasure he is. And so I got to help provide somebody with a date night. And I told him afterwards, I said, and I embarrassed that probably embarrassed myself more than anybody. But on the call, I said, do y'all go and hug and do all the things that married people do? Bow and chicka, wow, wow. And uh, everybody laughed and got red. And, and, but I was glad, I was glad jokes aside that I was able to provide that time for people to have access to a coach, not just to ask in a chat. That's great. There's nothing wrong with that. And if you run your meetings like that, that's nothing wrong with it. But I wanted people to have real, genuine reactions with Coach Snyder. Lindsay is a part of the Joy Starters Club. She got to ask a question. She was in the middle of moving. She said, oh, my gosh, it reminds me of my grandfather. It brought tears to my eyes. So it was amazing. And I had so much joy from watching people with Coach Snyder, not gatekeeping, not making it all about me and but. And I'm going to interview him and y'all are going to listen. And again, nothing wrong with that. But my spirits and share him, share his goodness, share access to him. And so we're going to be doing that on these monthly calls that are the third Tuesday of the month at 7 p.m. Eastern. And I'm just going to bring on the neatest, most interesting people and let you have access to them. Business, life, joy, artists, all sorts of neat people that, that stand out to me in different ways. And so my last bit of advice to you this week on this podcast is, and I may, I may, I may do some, some more in the morning. I may do a third part of this podcast in the morning. I'm not saying goodbye to you yet, folks, but I feel like at 4.30 in the morning, you might hear my voice like very white, but you might hear my voice seven octaves deeper, but I may have another thought in the morning that I just want to add to this podcast. I want to leave you with this right now. I want to leave you with the idea not to gatekeep. Don't gatekeep your people. Don't gatekeep your ideas. Again, that doesn't mean you have to go down to the street corner and say, hey, hey, you want to be friends with my friends? You want to know my people? You want to know my business contact? But if somebody is, you know, you can genuinely bring them joy or make their life better by giving them access or being a, connect, a connector, God made me a connector, then do it for them. Do it for them. I got the greatest joy the other night by, let, by, by watching people genuinely light up and be connected by a living legend. Don't gatekeep your contacts, your joy, your experiences, your wisdom. Don't be a reservoir and let it die with you. Be a river and let it flow through you.
And that's what we talked about, again, with some of these Jags players, too, was the fact that the stuff that they learned, they're going to go be rivers in the locker room for those that weren't there. And they're going to go share and say, hey, man, we just talked about that. Hey, man, I, hey, man, I, 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 I had a conversation about that. And y'all, they taught me. I was taking notes. I was like, I, I mean, I was like, oh, my gosh. And when I'm not on the road, I'm going to pull those notes out and share them with you about some of the stuff they, they talked about. One of the players, I will tell you this, he said, I'm not going to cheat myself out of humanity. I'm going to feel my emotions fully. Wow. Wow. The person next to me in this hotel probably hates me. But wow, y'all. It was like a mic drop moment. I wrote it down. I was like, I'm going to share it on the podcast. So don't gatekeep yourself from experiencing emotions, right? Don't build up those walls. Don't say, nope, not going there. Not going to. Not going to do that. Not going to make that connection. We need each other. We were built for connection. That's what I got tonight. I'm going to pause this. I'm going to give you, I just feel it. I'm going to feel it. And even if, even if it's just that I love you, but I'm going to give you brown three in the morning on the way to California. But I'm going to end this part of this podcast with this. I love you. And I'm so thankful for you. And thank you for getting what I do and for validating me and for making my pup run over into the saucer and make, make thank you for making me feel like a millionaire in my soul like I won the soul lottery every single day I love you and I adore you and good morning from the airport up in Adam at 4 30 this morning I don't know if anybody is like me when you have a super early flight you wake up all through the night and I slept well but I woke up all through the night wondering what time it was. First time it was 12. Oh my gosh, what time is it? And then the next time I remember it was three. And I was like, oh, I've got an hour and a half more to sleep. And yeah, but when I was up, I was up and so excited. As I mentioned to go work with a company and, and help bring more joy to their culture and more soul care. And the happier a person is, the more productive they're going to be, the better company is going to the better the company is going to run, the more productive the company is going to be when people are happy. And that's just the bottom line. And so it's just really neat where to see where I'm changing the narrative started in schools, which will never go away from, to where it is now, which is law enforcement and uh, corporations and companies and churches and prison ministry and all of the places. And speaking of all the places, that includes law enforcement. And you're going to hear the airport announcers in the background, um, sadly, if you follow the news, you may be heard recently that there were four Los Angeles sheriff's deputies, officers that took their own life within a short amount of time. And so I called my contact to the Florida Sheriff's Association because I've spoken for them and asked for contact and I sent an email. And it's part of what I teach you, this whole theme of this season, which will be winding down at the end of this year is and taking a little break before we go to season two is faith, fitness, and audaciousness. Be audacious. Believe that you can be the solution to to something that ails people. And if God did in your heart, to be able to solve a problem, be able to help people, to be able to connect people, to be able to bring joy and do that. That's what you should do. So I sent an email, waited about a week, and I thought, I haven't heard anything back. So I might send another email just to follow up. And all of a sudden, I heard from their psychological services and had a great call with him the other day, a gentleman named Jose. And I may be in the running for doing some training out in L.A. with the sheriff's department. And nothing would bring me more joy to be able to help people that are hurting and be able to lift people up that are understaffed, that work so hard, that serve and protect. And 
So yeah, you, the places that this movement will go. I mean, I think color me shocked every time we go to a new place, whether it's a prison or a school or L.A. Sheriff's Department or law, wherever, or the Jaguars. I mean, it's just, yeah. And just making relationships. Talked about the end of this year, furthering those relationships, picking them back up, savory, remembering the spirit of the season, love, peace, joy, and the birth of our Savior at the end of the day, the birth of our Savior. And if you believe something else, that's okay too, because we invite everybody here at this podcast and in my movement, but I will never, ever, ever be ashamed of what I believe. And last thought this morning, as I leave you on this podcast, this three-part podcast, thanks for, for loving and, and liking and sharing these on-the-road podcasts. They're not in the studio, but I have things I want to share with you, and I want to share with you, and I want you to hear the emotion in my voice and the moment and the emotion in the moment. And so thanks for loving my on-the-road podcast. So the last thing I want to share with you this morning is this. I recently was talking on a podcast uh, about this idea, and it's before I travel, I make up in my mind, and I believe it comes out in my aura and who I am, I make up in my mind, bless you, who, like, that I'm open, that I'm open to meeting people, that I'm open to talking, that I'm open to chatting. And that doesn't mean that I'm always in the best mood. But it means that I'm not, I'm not closing myself off to meeting people, to opportunities, to any of those things. Like my spirit is open. My soul is open. And so there's a lady at the airport that she always compliments me. I, I usually, a lot of times when I travel, wear this kind of pink mobbish hat. Sometimes I wear my queen jacket. Sometimes I wear different jackets. Like I'm comfy. I, I don't, God bless the woman who wears the high heels at the airport. That ain't me. I am comfy. I'm in my J's, but I'm comfy cute. And so there's a woman at the airport that we have helloed and, and she's noticed me and I've noticed her as she's looking for my TSA pre-check. And so this morning I saw her and she saw me and she said, she said, oh, good morning. And I said, good to see you. The acknowledgement, the acknowledgement of her soul, of her existence, of who she is. She said, good to see you too. So we're, we are walking up to TSA pre-check and this gentleman goes, Dad, you must be here a lot. And I said, I am. I said, I'm in, I'm in spurts. I haven't been here in a couple of weeks, but when I'm on, when it's like my peak season, which is all throughout the year at different times, I'm here a lot. And so it, we started to have a small conversation. We went to the TSA pre-check line. He went one way, I went the other. And he said, well, what do you do? And I said, I travel and speak. He said, what do you speak on? And I said, well, I speak on interpersonal relationships, good love for yourself, soul care, mental health, the joy, purpose beyond your job, and athletics. And I said, I just happened to have a little flyer here that, that I made with, with some QR codes about what I do. And it's like, oh, great. Oh, you never know. You never know what that person may need that I have to say that is in my book, that's in one of my courses, whatever it may be. You remember a couple of weeks ago when I was in D.C., how I gave the book to the gentleman and who was closed off, who, I mean, he wasn't closed off in the spirit. He was very open and a warm, gregarious person, but his faith was closed down. He was hurt. He was, he was mad at God and he said it. And I just, I'd saved the last book and I pulled it out, signed it, gave it to him. And he almost teared up and I teared up. Y'all, you don't know where you're meant to be this holiday season and beyond. So just, just whether you're traveling in an airport just make that decision in your soul that you're open. Your light is on. Your lighthouse light is is going. It's it's moving and and it's open for people that need you because at the end of the day, it's not money. 
At the end of the day, it's not success. It's not accolades. It's not things. At the end of the day, you will wish for more time, more connection, more love, more memories. And so make sure that you've consciously said to yourself, I'm open this holiday season to connection. I love you guys. I'll see you soon. I'm so grateful for you.